Hey, what's going on, randos, a.k.a. Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Listeners, please enjoy the following episode, but a heads up, uh, my mic was having all kinds of issues. This is Brandon Green, and I tried to clean it up, edit it a little razzle-dazzle, thus the delay in getting this out as best I could. So, if you notice a little echo, that's me. That's my bad. That's technology. It's still better than this piece of shit movie, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, here on Random Fandom with uh, Brandon and Brandon, episode 117. Thanks. Welcome back to another what is a surefire, riveting episode of Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. We are the Brandons. It's episode 117. We've been doing this for almost six years, and Brandon, there's a lot that unites us. I like when it's mostly positive, but uh, this week's, this episode is surely to be united in negativity and hatred. Is it, is it not? I mean, it's much like the internet in general. Where uh, you unite around those who not have similar interests, but really similar hatred. And I think that's, um, I think our friendship has never been stronger than it is right now with our, our um, similar distaste for our topic. Which is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And yeah, you could say, hey uh, guys, that, that movie came out in October of 2021. It's yeah. probably like, what, March of 2022? <laughs> Um, hey, you know what? Go fuck yourself, first of all. I don't give a fuck. This movie it was awful. <laughs> no, forgive me. We had to like process it. Yeah. No, but really, we have a story behind that. Like, yeah. So there is a little history, yeah. So it was freshly after I had broke my ankle uh, that this movie came out. I had enough to... Granted, they were just little morsels, but there was enough for me to like about the first Venom movie that warranted a second one. And and then a little optimism, of course. You know, we all, like me with Transformers, the Transformers movies, at least for like the first four, I kept going and seeing them because I'm like, well, it can't be as bad as the time previous or maybe it will get better. Nope. It just kept getting shittier. It got worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. Even, you know, it's like, it's a diagnosis, but you can still be optimistic. Well, maybe they'll come up with a cure. Maybe we'll fight against it. No, no, there's just, this is death. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So we still went to go see it, you know. Was it in October or November? Let's Probably do, November-ish. No, it was October because it was before was Eternals, it? which was our okay. last episode and recording. Uh, we can bring Google in on this, but I, that, that's the way I remember it because I was just still fresh off my ankle injury, which yeah. happened at the end of September. So we went and saw it in theaters. We and tried. It was the first theater movie that we've both seen, I think, in can a long time, right? Can you believe we risked COVID for this shit? Even yeah. That we would and later. that was at the kind of like one of the a, a surge. A, yeah. Anyway, so we go. Uh, it's one of those theaters that that doesn't have a bunch of seat packed in there. This is one where it's more expensive per seat. Yeah. But you kind of get this neat recliner type chair, and it's, it is more comfortable. You're further spread apart. It's nice. I like when things are further spread apart. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah. So we go. And from the get-go, we have one of those movie experiences where it's just a bunch of what seemed like high school teenagers, and they were just talking could behind us. Could they be us. teenage high schoolers? They could. Yeah. Um, There's a distinct difference. I, I think they made the theater so bad that I would call it the whole theater a teenage wasteland. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're all wasted. So that was 
bad enough, but we were getting through that. Yes, trying to. But then the guys next next to us. Who walked into the movie, what, 20 minutes after? No, not even. I mean, we walked out like less than No, I'm saying they weren't there from the get-go. They came in as the movie was already playing. So No, I know, but it was, was, yeah, I'm just saying it wasn't as far in, but yes, they were late. So I was already already irritated with this movie, as were you, and then on top of all the environmental distractions and the fact that it was like teenage hangout night. And then these two particular dudes, uh, they could have been who two, sat right next to they us. Could have been two crude dudes for all we know. Um, I mean, that would have been cooler. Yeah. Um, the president's dog they were definitely two ninjas. These, these, these were def- two definitely rude dudes. I will say that. Y- yes. The, and then they were talking just straight up at full constantly. volume on their phone. And I was, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you are the type of person and I don't care if we lose listeners on this. If you're no, the type of person we don't need them. who talks on the phone at full volume while in a theater, then fuck you. You are what is wrong with this world. There is genocide and terrorism out there. You are right there. With you them. are actually one step above that, oh, no. sir. You know what or we man. might need? We might need like a reverse genocide against people who talk on their phones in movies. <laughs> reverse genocide? Yeah, like we onslaught them. That is, that is what a genocide is. Oh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I was like, do you want us to give them life? Well, I'm saying if they're killing our happiness, we need to then blitzkrieg back against them. Yeah, that's just a war. Oh, okay. So this episode is about how movie theater etiquette uh, and the importance it plays when you're trying to watch an already shitty movie. So we were already irritated with the movie. Oh, do you have any uh, fake sponsors today? I've got one. Oh, <laughs> Hey, uh, guys, a lot of times you think you know all about corgis, right? You think it's a foregone conclusion about corgis, but it's not the case. So if you are having foregone conclusions about corgis, you need to look up corgone conclusions. (laughs) Dot com? I mean, like... Dot com, yeah. That was a good... uh, What seemed off the cuff big sponsor. Mm -hmm. Learn a whole lot more at corgoneconclusions.com. Dot C-O-R-G. Dot Korg. Hey, we were thinking the same thing, even though it wasn't scripted. Anyways, back to your regularly scheduled Let There Be Venom carnage. All right, let's get into the actual review. This is a full spoiler review. Uh, I know we already... It sucked. ...spoiled our movie theater experience. So we... Sorry, to wrap that story up, we ended up watching it the other night. I'm in a walking boot. So, oh, back to the theater. Oh, yeah, because we we left. What are we going to do? Tell these guys to, hey, keep it down, and then what? I'm not... I, I feel completely powerless. These guys were definitely bigger than us and could beat us up. They could beat you up. and then No, they definitely could beat me up. They And they could have beat me up, even though I'm hella buff and ripped. I think you could have run faster. I had them. a broken ankle. I was oh, in a walking right. boot, do you remember? So I was already irritated. I'm in pain. <laughs> Just the fact that you came and got me and uh, picked me up, because fortunately I live right close to our downtown scene here in uh, my town, um, our town. Yeah, the, I was already irritated. I'm in pain. And I'm like, I'm not going to fight with some young 20-something-year-old guys because yeah. we had to ask them to be off their phone. I just said, let's just, let's go. So we did get refunded. Mm-hmm. And then, leading up to what you were saying just the other night. So the other night, we were just hanging out and uh, just decided, let's just watch Let There Be Carnage. I still need to see it just, to, it, just to see if it yeah, was as bad as the like first had 20 to. minutes of the movie made it seem like it was going to be. Yeah. Little did we know that Oh, it got worse. It got worse. Yeah. So let's get into the movie. Okay. Okay. First of all, let's just talk about our overall thoughts. I mean, we generally disliked it. We've already mentioned that. 
I think that the thing that kills me about this movie most, I think that the casting for Carnage, or, well, Cletus Cassidy in this case. was the worst. It was so wrong, and it was, uh, I mean, he's 60 years old. I looked it up today. I was just going to say, he feels like late 50s. He is 60 years old, and they cast him as Cletus Cassidy, whom... In the in the comics and in the TV show, for all intents and purposes, like I a mean, maybe dude. thirty. Tops. You know what I mean? And so, and then also, you get an actor like Woody Harrelson, who is incredible in so much of what he does. He put no effort into this. But he didn't have to. They there, didn't want him to. I don't and know. that's the thing. Like, get gets why you don't need a big name. They think you need a big name to sell this. You don't. No. He looked ridiculous with his red hair, the way he acted. And if they would have just found somebody who is either a no-name actor or a, a kind of more of a smaller name, then it could have been so much better. Who's the person I was mentioning before? I, I forget his Monahan. name. Monaghan. Monogram? Cameron Monahan. I want to say. Okay. We know him from uh, Far- Fargo? No. Uh, Arkham? <laughs> uh, no. Gotham. Gotham. Excuse me. And then he also was Cal. Uh, not only voice the- and body i believe in uh, fallen order one of the best star wars games um for me he he would fit this bill so well yeah when as soon as you said that you didn't even know him by name but you're like the guy who was and i never watched a single episode of gotham i know he was in it because you told me he was in it and you said oh you actually might like incredible yeah and it's just as soon as you started saying oh well this guy from gotham i knew exactly who you're talking about and i could see that in my mind way more than i could see a woody harrelson yeah, yeah, that was such it a was, weird it, casting. It I, was, I will say it's probably the most mismatched, mismatched casting in a comic book movie. I know that's super niche, but I mean, let's face it that that not anymore. There's, there's no, a lot of it. There's right. a lot of. I would say it's the biggest mismatch movies. since Jared Leto's Joker, or Jared Leto's Joker, I should say. I, I, you know, yeah, I I see that. I actually don't think it's. I think Jared Leto's Joker makes far more sense than this. I think this is one of, if not the worst casting I've ever seen in a comic book movie. Yeah. Um, and that alone set it up so that I, I was not on board with this yeah, story. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm already opposed. And we've talked about this. Venom and Carnage are some of my absolute favorite characters in all of Marvel. Oh, like, yeah. I, I, there's the something original of, Carnage series, I, I, that was like my shit back in the day. You know? Yeah, well, and the, and the way they were represented it on the Spider-Man cartoon, yeah, was great. And and the, and with good artists, their the comic books, oh, so beautiful, can be incredible. And yeah. the way the symbiotes move, I think, was captured pretty well in the movie. Like as far as whoever designed the movement, that was good. But it was it was not worth saving no. a movie like this. Not to counterpoint your point because i agree there was very few things to for me to like about this movie and i felt like they got the symbiote movement not the look but the movement right right except for when he makes a tornado what the hell hell was that that? it it was slapstick they made it like goofy like the old batman series at times well and venom 2 in this was slapstick how he for most of it constantly detached himself and was a talking head. He was a talking head more than he was the physical body, which is what yeah. you think of when you think of Venom. Just this big hulking, surging, liquefied, made flesh monster. Yeah, yeah. Alien and and monster. what we really saw for the most part was him just as was a floating a head. head. 
coming out of his back. The back. And tentacles. Yeah. 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 Did you know that was Tom Hardy's voice as Venom too? Was it? I didn't know that. The voice I thought it was, was off for me. Too. I thought it was a different. I could uh, see that voice through actor some modulation and yeah, synth. which actually, with that being said, I'm 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 more on board with the voice. But from uh, to be honest, I've never really liked that voice. It, for it's him. not a strong suit. It's a mismatch. The way I picture it, the way I've heard it before, and other, you know, um, like the animated series. I mean, for that's instance, or video games. Or, I think that's what's burned in our mind as our as the thirty somethings who grew up watching that stuff. Is yeah. if you stray stray too far away from that feeling we're gonna think it's off yeah specifically with a voice i agree and look i know the venom classic look is hard to recreate or explain why but i wanted he just looks weird i i don't know how to say it like they get him facially pretty good or uh-huh. you know if, if you will but his body seems weird it uh, was thinner yes it wasn't as bulked out as it normally would be in comics right. or something it was he it was more humanist yes humanistic yeah all of it yeah yeah but um and that's another thing you know uh i i i didn't really like the original venom movie there was some things i was like okay there was like three cool things in bad, the movie but overall i i really just have a hard time connecting this the tom hardy eddie brock and this venom and the way that their relationship is, yes, I know he's a symbiote, but the way that they made their their relationship like this happy, not I don't want to say happy, like they were like they're a struggling, couple. a strange, yes, an odd couple, a struggling relationship yeah, like where that. they were having disagreements and fighting, but but in the end, Venom just wanted what was best for him. That kind Venom's of Venom's not a guardian angel. No, he's using Eddie Brock. That is exactly. The point, he has always been that. Yeah. And and only time he really becomes much of an anti-hero or the lethal protector. When Carnage shows is, up. Is like when he's, it's out of necessity, not yes. because he chooses to be good necessarily. Yes. And, it, and, and yes, it does depend on who is, you know, who's wearing the Venom suit and whatnot, but, but it corrupts. I mean, it is a corrupting entity. And considering that Venom was sometimes the voice of reason in this mm. i just felt it was off and that's not his place that's not what you think of when you think of venom and the fact that he misses Anne or whatever you know yeah that's probably because he just got to feel her up in the first movie i mean he became her yeah he like covered her chest <laughs> so on that front i can't fault my man but yeah it's just yeah venom's like oh eddie you will be okay and then yeah it, it was weird it, it just felt like cool but that's not the Venom I know. That's not what I think of when I think of Venom. This, mm-hmm. what, what are we doing with this? What, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. So. This movie was pretty pointless. I mean, it was. There, yeah. It was absolutely It's just like, pointless. hey, look, Carnage is here. Venom doesn't want to fight him. But then he does at the end. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, I mean, normally with a, with a villain like Carnage or like Cletus Cassidy specifically, I would be like, don't kill him off. No. He can always come back and and be something else and and a new you know or a team up bad guy movie against maybe Spider Man and Venom or whatever. In this case, I was like, just good, just kill get him. rid of him, just get rid of him because I do not want this Cletus Cassidy anymore. I don't. I wouldn't mind if there's a way that the the Carnage symbiote survived, even though they made it pretty definitive. This is a one off. 
but somehow only Cletus Cassidy died. I wish like the suit would have. So again, spoiler again, this movie has been out for five months now. I said again, twice. Um, and I'll say it again. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, he bites his head off at the end. All he wants was to eat a head brains the whole movie. But I wish the carnage symbiote would have recognized what was going on in that moment. And then like just shrunk down to his shoulders and just, so he just gets a clean kill on Cletus Cassie and you see the symbiote like saunter off and like, yeah, like into a drainage pipe or something or down the sewer or something like that. It was also weird that one symbiote can eat another symbiote and that's it. They never set up those parameters or that, those rules. <laughs> I, well, I think they were just so like, just all right, how are we going to kill him? himself back in. And the fact they kept calling him father, that was weird. And Well, they do that in the comics. I, okay, well, and then I'll, I'll they, own that. He, I don't they say remember it's that. like a kind of a father. It, it's like a bad father-son relationship in a way mm. where they fight okay. and try to kill each other. Well, You know, enough. like normal. So basically, Venom just then reabsorbed that small little sliver of himself. I guess. That had attached itself to uh, Cletus Cassidy or something. I don't know. I don't know. And the fact that Venom's a detective at the beginning, right? Because he calls Eddie Brock in because he wants him to publish something. So as a message to his girlfriend. You mean Carnage? Oh, did I say Eddie Brock? Excuse me, Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. uh, You know, asked for him specifically, realizing him as a, a struggling journalist. So he wants to give him the scoop and he's got this weird fascination with him. And But then it was Venom who just looked the other way in the cell and then actually determined where the body was hidden or something. What was that? That was so underdeveloped. So yeah, Venom's a detective now, and that's the reason why Cletus Cassidy wants to come after Eddie Brock. What? Did you, I mean, I'm, I'm not making this up. That was my understanding uh, of these yeah, plot points, I, and they I, just I didn't think, stick. I think that the reason that he went after Eddie Brock was because he was pissed that he says Eddie didn't print the whole story. Oh. Because he gave him this whole story that included his past and all of the bad things that his mother and grandmother did. And, you know, basically he's he's trying to okay. say, tell my whole story. Um, and what he did was he printed pieces of it that and, and didn't make him the sympathetic villain. It just made him a villain villain. Well, at least and the, I think that he was pissed about that. I think a lot of things you hear and like, if you watch like mind hunters or if you've ever watched science of the lambs or anything where it's like, you know, a serial killer profile, they are very ego based. They want oh, to yeah. be known. Yeah. So at least they, that is a little on brand, but the way you explained it to me just now made more sense than the way the movie ever did. Well, and that's the thing is that the movie wasn't written in a way that explained anything really well. Yeah. It just, it was, um, stupid if the whole thing felt forced it felt like it was written both the story itself and especially the dialogue between everyone and, and, and certain plot points it just was written by people who really seemed far away from the source material oh completely like it wasn't unaware fans. of where it came from and I, I feel bad saying that because I'm sure they brought in people who knew the material they really well people like they're like oh but, cool thanks for your consideration we're gonna do it this way after all well and then uh, that's where what i'm confused about because i i'm almost like you had to have brought in somebody who knows uh, the whole story like loves the whole story of venom and carnage who was advising on this story in some way did this person just suck at their job or did you guys at the movie studio ignore them or did the director just say, no, we're not going to do that because I'm going to make more of my movie, even though it's not 
as close to the source material. I'm just, I don't know what the story is, but whatever it is, what came out was something is so disappointing. And I, I think the reason it's so disappointed is because I really do love these characters uh, from the original sources. Yeah. Near and dear to me too. And, which uh, made and, it just yeah. a harder pill to swallow. Um, and then, yeah, there's just so many like little things that didn't make sense. Like if your girlfriend, her power is she can scream at really high decibels to the point where it makes ears bleed. Then why are you around her? Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> why exactly. would the symbiote be like, oh, I would peace out. I'd be like, oh, cool. I'm going to go find someone else. But I guess that, I, that, I mean, I guess that's the point of the, the conflict there. Like they wrote it specifically. So there was a conflict between them, between, uh, between Cletus and the symbiote. Yeah. I, I see the point, but the, the dynamic that they, like at least even as stupid as it was, they made the dynamic between Eddie Brock and Venom like very palpable and real and it was almost overdone. But the few times that Venom or Cletus argues with Carnage, it was just like, it was very weird. And like he was, half his face was coming out. That's the way they did Venom though, where they would split. Yeah, but it just, yeah. yeah so I get that. But the, the struggle that Cletus felt with Carnage it was just so underdeveloped, you know, it needed yeah. to go back in the oven. So was the relationship between him and Shriek. Oh yeah. I, I I mean, I know that don't get me wrong. It's not like I wanted them to spend more time developing the relationship there. No. Um, but because I didn't, I didn't care about this movie enough to want more of it, but at the same time, yeah, I do feel like there was a relationship that was built where you're supposed to recognize how strong their bond is between Cletus and Shriek, which I don't remember her real name, but, but there was nothing there to me. I'm like, okay, oh, it, was hollow. it just felt, yeah, it, it felt forced. It felt hollow. That's a good yeah. way to put it. So let's, sorry. Let's never watch this again. <laughs> let's, let's sum this up. Uh, I think we are both unanimous that we did not like this movie. Yeah. And here's my thing. In this tell me regard, your thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you my thing. I want you to. I'm all for liking what you like. I realize yep. what I like is not going to be 100 percent congruent with what everybody else likes, vice versa. And yet, I cannot help shake what I saw on the Almighty, all-knowing Rotten Tomatoes. 86 percent of fans gave this good. I'm just like, yeah. Care what? to explain? Yeah. Not that you have to defend your fandoms and your likes and stuff like that, but I'm just like, where? On what planet does that happen? I listened to... So on my way over here, just thinking, okay, we're going to talk about this. And oftentimes what I'll do is I'll listen to some what other... Like I'll listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube video review Mm -hmm. just to kind of get some other thoughts, just to almost strengthen what I was feeling, but maybe get it with a more professional reviewer tone to it, if that makes any sense. Um, I do that sometimes. And on my way over here, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just listen to a quick podcast, even though I won't be able to even finish it in the 10 minute drive. Um, I was shocked that there was two people talking. One of them absolutely loved this movie. What was there? And it was like one of her favorite movies of the past several years, she said. And I, I'm just sitting there going, I don't, I can't wrap my head around your thought process on how this Fine. If you want to think it's a good movie, you want to think it's a thumbs up and versus a thumbs down, which is basically what Rotten Tomatoes kind of looks mm-hmm. at, right? Yeah. Fine. Good for you. 
But how do you really think that this is one of the best movies that you've ever seen? It, that blows my mind. That, so that's what I'm thinking, the feeling, but that's, that's problematic. That, that's yeah. someone who's getting paid, potentially. Uh, I Potentially, yeah, I would assume so. That, sponsor us instead. <laughs> right? We'll tell you, how, like, we'll tell you the truth. Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe they're. Okay, I see what's happening. Maybe they're paid by. Yeah, clearly I, I don't they're know, in someone's maybe. pocket. Um, and just a small thing. Yep. But I hated when at different points this movie just all of a sudden went to animation on film. You know, like when Venom starts drawing things oh. to oh, show him the I map. Or I then when that. Cletus yeah. is doing his story and then it cuts away and it just does this weird animation, like as if it's like a Disney thing or. That's to me so lazy. It, uh, Speaking of, do you know Andy Serkis directed this? Did he? Yeah. No, I like him. I know. No, no, well, he didn't. Disappointing, right? Okay, well, he's. When I say I like him, I've liked him on film. Screen, not behind the. Yeah. Camera. Oh, this this wasn't it. Well. Oh, he's uh, Alfred in the new The Batman movie, yeah. which is out like in a few weeks, by the way. Yeah, that looks I'm, good. I'm mounting with excitement. Mount. For that. Mount yeah. well, sir. Yeah, and right on. <laughs> oh, I bet the Batman will be better than Venom. Let the I carnage. would almost guarantee it. Not that they're yeah. similar things, but they both have Andy Circus attached, so there's the the common thread. <laughs> uh okay. Right. I, I I know I fight you when it comes to ratings, but to me this is I'm just gonna say on my own rating and do yours if uh if if any different. It it can't be any higher than like a four out of ten. This was a fail. In every sense. I was irritated. I That's exactly what I, I was, was thinking. so irritated. It wasn't funny. The action wasn't good. The very few redemptive things. I would say like the only thing I actually really liked was the they got to do one F word being a PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. You know, not every PG-13 movie has to. But at least I thought, oh, okay, well, they took good advantage of that. I thought that was like, oh, good. I don't even remember the situation. Well, you know, when he basically he's got Carnage defeated and then Venom's like, let me eat him. And he's like, yeah, OK, he's good. Fuck this guy. And he oh, bites right. his head off. So okay. one, one, that was good, fine. I thought they got Carnage, not his look. His face was weird. Go back and look at your comics. Yeah, he had then, a weird, his face was black and it made it him, his face looked like Venom. They tried to do contrast with him. He wasn't, he's yeah. not a high contrast guy. Um. But at least they, it felt like, you know, whatever person uh, or sources they consulted with, I liked how he could make his own weapons. Like all of a sudden he had like a scythe and an yeah. axe. And, and he like, shot like yes. little. And that was on brand. That's accurate. Yep. So I thought, oh, that was kind of cool. Something that like, it felt like they brought that portion of, you know, flipping pages through the comics to life. And then of course the Easter egg at the end, which I looked up ahead of time. Sorry, I knew it was coming. But I thought, oh, okay, that's cool. And the way that that then tied together with the Easter egg at the end of No Way Home and the future prospects of that, okay. So there's like 10 minutes of this movie I like total, probably. <laughs> That's not enough. That's no. not enough to even get like a passable thumbs in the middle. This was a firm thumbs down. I'm digging my nail into the dirt thumbs down. Right. And I don't even have dirt. Yeah, you live <laughs> in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, uh, mine is definitely a thumbs down. I'm going to give it a four out of 10 as well. Yeah. Just like you. Um, it was one of those movies that I think was a waste of time to watch. I was irritated. But at the, and I was, I was bad mood. Yeah, I, I left more irritated than I went in. But at the same time, even even if I knew that, I just, 100%, I had to see it. I had to see, exactly. But I if, had they, to see if it. they do a third one, 
I don't give a shit. See, I think I, I'll still see a third one because it's more of a morbid curiosity. Because you have I, Stockholm syndrome about this, where you start sympathizing with your captor or abuser. <laughs> well, I'm like no, they make a good point. Well, no, it's like it's like you raise. It's like if you raised a son or daughter, and then you know at age twenty, they're just leaving the house and as they are moving out and you think, oh, I'm so proud. And then they get to the end of the driveway and then they start stabbing a nearby biker or something. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so disappointed in you. But I'm, I was so proud right before and I want to love you, but this is bad. <laughs> that's, that's how it feels. This would probably be how it feels if like your kid like made really shitty analogies that didn't quite make sense analogous to how they're feeling would makes, you say it makes sense to me oh well that yeah. and you and nobody else <laughs> and to okay so your analogies make sense to you in the same way that like that podcaster saying this is one of her favorite movies made sense to her right sure Ugh. all right well let's wrap this up i think we're done put a bow on it i'm never going to see this again uh but good news is i don't have to nope no no we don't no is there's there, a lot oh go ahead i was just going to say as far as like the next comic book movie that I think is really coming out. I know our last two movies or our last two episodes have been retro reviews, not like super far in the past, but you know, belated reviews. Is the next comic book movie in the multiverse of madness? Doctor Strange one, yeah, I think yeah. so. Which ah, how about this for connective tissue? Is directed by Sam Raimi, who famously brought Venom to life in the first place on screen. <laughs> Jesus. It, it's barely this was barely better than Topher Grace as like if they had made that uh, yeah, I, I like this better than I like Spider-Man 3 but that's still that's no praise no. that's more of just a detriment to Spider-Man yeah. 3 I think the next comic book movie that I'm aware of unless there's just some big glare and omission I'm not thinking of and having a brain fart I think it's Multiverse of Madness so mm -hmm. that's May Okay. I wonder if we'll see Venom. Well, we have a lot of topics to discuss in the meantime, so uh, stay tuned for oh, yeah. episodes. I mean, what are we at right now? 117? Oh, yeah. 118 and on? Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll probably be a lot of TV shows, actually. I think so. That we've been kind yeah. of finishing up. So stay tuned for that. As of right now, though, uh, we'd love to hear what your thoughts. If you thought that we were just way too mean on this and that we need to chill out and yeah. enjoy the movie for what it was, please let us know. Yeah, um, yeah. you're wrong, we, but... Yeah, I mean, you're wrong. But, like, you know, we want to hear from you, yeah. uh, not because we value your opinion, but because uh, it makes us feel good when we get emails. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? When you were a kid, <laughs> remember when you would, like, get your little Ranger Rick magazine? No. I never oh. had a Ranger Rick magazine. I don't know. What is Ranger Rick? Highlights, then? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I used to get a Ranger Rick magazine. Uh, my grandpa's weird. Um, he, don't worry. He's dead. He can't hurt me anymore. Um, yeah. He's no longer a Ranger. No, no, but he was a Rick, if you know what I mean. He was a dick. Uh, Grandpa, I'm sorry. I know you're telepathically listening to Anyway, us. go on. What? Oh, <laughs> what we saying? have Twitter. And yeah, you can tell us how wrong or if you're cool and sane, how right we were. Wait, let me say you that did. again. We have a Twitter. Yeah. Uh, if you're sane, you can tell us how right we are. If you're insane, you can tell us we're wrong, but... Uh, uh, at random fandom WBB. Can I actually tell them that the email that I was starting to talk about oh, that I no. never gave them? No. <laughs> random fandom cast at gmail.com. Yeah. So whether you're hitting us up at Twitter at random fandom WBB or random fandom cast at gmail.com, we would love to hear from you. Uh, be our Ranger Rick. Be the highlight of our day. Send us a Jeez. correspondence. There you go. Yeah. 
And uh, next episode is Dead Grandpas. Yep. Yep. Top 10. <laughs> Yours is cooler than mine. Like, I, I like okay. your dead grandpa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like your grandpa a lot more than I ever did mine, even mm. if they both have the same... Uh... Lack of life. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being a fan of our fandom and our grandpas. And stay geeky, grandpa. <laughs>